Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Extraordinary Talk Show with your host, Della Hill. Guys, I have something today that I've been kind of holding on to. I have a constant list of topics of things that I want to teach you about, things I want to share with you. And I kind of put the pieces together on those on each of those individual items until I feel like it's ready, that's been cooked in my head enough to come to you and share with you. So I want today to share with you something, a really, really incredible, powerful tool that will help in you deepen your meditation, that will help in you strengthen your prayers. Have you ever wondered, how can I have stronger prayers? And I have, I've asked that question hundreds of times, or I've heard it asked hundreds of times. And I've tried a lot of different things to strengthen my prayers, but I found this thing. And this thing is a beautiful, phenomenal key that changes the way you pray. It changes the way you meditate. It changes the vibrational energy that you pray and meditate with. And that's why we pray and meditate, right? So this is the hack that is going to change how you pray and how you meditate and how you interact with the the world on a vibrational level. We are talking about your heart. And I literally mean your actual physical heart. So 2,000 years ago, and I'm not actually sure how long they were there before that, there was a group called the Essenes. And the Essenes actually taught Jesus. When Jesus was a child, he went and lived with the Essenes for several years, and they taught him their wisdom and the information that they studied and shared. The Essenes said this. They said that to combine the thought, the feeling, and the emotion is how to move mountains. I know we've heard other things about how to move mountains, but the Essenes said this, combine thoughts, feelings, and emotions. How do you do that? Well, if you meditate or if you pray, I guarantee you've done this. You have done this in your life. You probably just didn't know you were doing it. Today, I want to teach you how to do it intentionally, on purpose, for focused results. How do you combine thought, feeling, and emotion? If you are seriously thinking about something that you care a lot about, you're probably already combining thought, feeling, and emotion. And you might think feeling and emotion are the same thing, but they're actually not. Let's talk about your locus of consciousness. What the heck is that? You've probably never heard that term before. Your locus, the term locus means a location of focus. Okay, Anytime you are thinking about anything, that is where your locus of focus is. So if you, for example, were to close your eyes and think about the last vacation that you went on, where were you? Were you on the beach? Were you climbing mountains? Were you outdoors? If you take a few minutes and think about the things that you saw and did on your last trip, what you've just done is you have sent your locus of consciousness back to that trip. Isn't that really cool? That you can close your eyes and focus on it and think about that trip again. And that's where your consciousness went. That's where your consciousness was focused. So it was the location of your consciousness. So that was your locus of consciousness. There's another thing called the locus of control 
that I will talk about other times because that one is super, super powerful too. Your locus of consciousness matters. Where is your consciousness focused? Most of the time, you've probably never even thought about where your consciousness is focused. Having a focused consciousness is a key to deep meditation and strong prayers. It just is. If you're going to have deep meditation and strong prayers, you have to get good at focusing your consciousness. And chances are, you are already doing that and you just don't know because nobody ever told you that's what you were doing. You're focusing your consciousness. Now, what I want to teach you how to do is focus your consciousness into your heart space. So you might think of your consciousness as being in your head. If I ask you, where do you keep your consciousness? You would probably say in your brain. That's probably what you're going to think. That's where you're gonna, your first thoughts are going to because that's where your thoughts are, right? Is in your brain because it's all the neurites and dendrites and everything in your brain that create thought. Well, that's what we believe. However, I also believe that it's not just in the chemicals and chemical reaction of your brain that bring you thoughts. I believe that we are constantly always, not just a little bit sometimes, not only some days if we are worthy of it, but constantly always have access to our intuition. And that intuition speaks into our mind all the time. There's so many times that you get a thought or an idea to go do something and then something really good comes from it and you go, wow, I'm really glad I did that. That thought probably came from your intuition, your higher self, inner being, whatever else you want to call it. And that is a really powerful, beautiful thing. And if you watch this show for one minute or for 100 hours and you take one thing away from it, I hope it's that. So back to your locus of consciousness. What I want you to do is think of your thoughts in your head and you might want to close your eyes for this. Hang on. When you think of your thoughts in your head, you can maybe even see the neurites and the dendrites with your closed eyes lighting up and firing and running around. And so you're going to think, okay, how can I move my consciousness from here to anywhere else? Well, you just took it to your trip from your memories of your trip. And what that did actually was it lighted up other parts in your brain where those memories live, but it took your consciousness back to that trip much more so than you ever think it did. But did you know that you have what they call sensory neurites in your heart? Your physical heart muscle has over 40,000 sensory neurites. You have brain cells in your heart. You also have brain cells in your gut too, but we'll talk about that another day. You have brain cells in your heart, over 40,000 sensory neurites. And these do think. These brain cells in your heart think. They create thought, they process thought, just like the ones in your, in your head do, but with a little bit different. The brain is actually called, or the heart is actually called the little brain in the heart. All those sensory neurites that are there is called the little brain in the heart. And you might say, well, I probably have a lot more than 40,000 sensory neurites in your brain. You do. But the ones in your heart are more powerful, and this has been scientifically tested and proven. The sensory neurites in your heart are electrically 100 times more powerful than the brain cells in your brain. Your heart is electrically 
100 times more powerful than your brain is. And we know this because we can put electrical nodes on your head and on your heart and test those, right? There's another agency or an institution called the Institution of Heart Math, Heart Math. And they have studied and found out that not only is the heart 100 times more powerful than the brain electronically, when you look at the magnetic power of the heart, the heart is over 5,000 times more powerful than the brain. Magnetically, your heart is over 5,000 times more powerful than your brain. Is that brilliant or what? And at HeartMath, at the HeartMath Institute, they've been able to study this electronically and magnetically, and they have been able to use man-made instruments to detect and measure the heart energy. Your heart puts out an energy into the space around you five to eight feet around you. And the more powerful your feelings are at that moment, the further it's going to be. But this space is always around you. And you are always sending out this energy from your heart. You might notice that it feels really nice to be close to some people. Because when you are within five to eight feet of another human being, you are within their heart, Taurus, and you are they are within your heart, Taurus. And you are energetically connecting with each other. And don't you ever have times when you're standing next to someone and you just kind of have the same thought, you say the same thing out loud? We also have mirror neurons that help with that too. But your heart is so powerful, so much more powerful than you can even imagine. And when we're praying or meditating, we're connecting to something outside of ourselves, right? Otherwise, what's the point? Sometimes it's to find what's inside. As I've meditated and looked inside, I found a whole lot that didn't fit inside of me. I found so much information, so much knowledge, so much understanding, so much peace that comes from inside of me, but it comes from inside of me because I am connected to the universe and you can do the same thing. So here's what you do. If you close your eyes and you picture your locus of consciousness in your head. And then while you're taking a deep breath, allow that consciousness to just take an elevator ride right down into your heart. And it might help to gently let rest your fingers on your breastbone because when you have when you're touching your breastbone when you're creating a sensation there, it's easier to keep your attention on that place, your locus of control, your keeping in your heart space. And what we also know from chakras is that you have a heart chakra and it's not a pinpoint and it's not just the size of your physical heart. It radiates around you. And I believe that your heart chakra radiates in that same five to eight foot field that your heart torus is electronically recognizable. So as your locus of consciousness is in your heart and you're, you have a finger or sometimes I'll even put a stone on my chest, on my breastbone, so that I can put my hands down, but it maintains that contact which maintains, helps me maintain my locus of control so that I, or locus of focus, so that I know that my consciousness is sitting here in my heart. And as I do that, 
I see the energy inside my mind resonating around my heart space and around my heart center. And as I breathe, I can feel it flex. And if all you do is just sit right there in that beautiful, calm, happy place and just feel that resonance, that flexing of your heart energy. If that's all you can do and you can do it for maybe one minute, that will change your day. Because scientists have studied this and they've found that when you're able to go into your heart space and send your locus of consciousness into your heart space, it lowers your heart rate, it lowers your blood pressure, it lowers your breathing rate. Not only that, it actually tunes out the brain. And you know that voice in your brain that's always going, you're not good enough. Look how much you screwed that thing up. That person's never going to like you again. When your locus of consciousness is in your heart, you cannot hear that voice. That voice lives in your head and it's lying. In case you don't know that, it's lying to you. Any voice that says any negative thing about you is a lie. The little voice that's a lot harder to hear but is there, the one that tells you that you're actually pretty awesome and you should be okay with who you are, that's the voice you want to listen to. However, when you are in your heart space, you can't hear that voice. And that can be, wow, that can be literally a load off your mind. When we have that, those voices in our head and we're always running and rushing, we're constantly in fight or flight, right? When we're in fight or flight, it has a huge chemical effect on our bodies. For one thing, our blood cannot get to the temporal lobe. The temporal lobe is, your, is the brain behind your forehead. And this is where all of your problem-solving thinking is right here. However, when you're in fight or flight, it pulls the brain blood away from there and sends it to other parts in your body. So it sends it to your muscles. It sends it to your lungs so that you can run and fight if you need to. But most of the time, we don't really need to run and, fly, run and fight when we're in fight or flight syndrome. Most of the time, we just need to calm the heck down. When you're in fight or flight, you cannot use your problem solving so in order to be able to pull your consciousness into your heart and focus there, you break out a fight or flight. And if you can do this for one minute, it will carry on an effect with you in your body physiologically for an additional six hours. If you think your meditation doesn't matter, try this. Just do it, I would say, twice a day for a minute. And the more you do it, the better you get. The better you get, the better it works. So practice a lot. But notice, you might want to take one of those times when you're feeling super stressed out, when you're super in fight or flight, maybe when you're having an anxiety attack or you feel one coming on. Pull back. Find a time, find a space. Move your locus of consciousness from your head down to your heart and sit there for a minute. Just sit there for a minute. And all you want to focus on, you can go through other things if you want to, but all you got to focus on is feeling your heart energy just vibrate around you. Feeling your heart energy swell and flex in and around your body. Focus on that for one minute. You'll know you're in the right place if when you're done, you realize that you didn't hear those voices in your head that usually talk to you. 
I don't want you to look for those necessarily when you're doing it, because if you're in your heart space and you go looking for those voices, you'll find them. And I don't want you to find those voices. I want you to send your attention somewhere else, which will eventually tell those voices that you're not listening and they'll eventually shut up because you deserve better than that. You deserve the voices that speak love to you. You deserve to hear those voices because those are the ones that are true. While you're in your heart space, your consciousness is here, you're feeling, you're flexing. If that's all you do for one minute, you're winning. If you want to make it a little bit stronger, repeat to yourself some of these words. Care. Appreciation. Gratitude. Compassion. And if those four words are your mantra and you say those over and over and over, care, appreciation, gratitude, compassion. It is scientifically proven that saying those words to yourself will have a physiological change. It wakes up your heart. It slows down your brain. That's what we want to do, right? Your heart thinks too much. I used to think that it was silly to follow my heart. When people said, follow your heart, I thought, well, that's stupid. My heart doesn't think very well. My heart doesn't know really what is best for me. That's what I used to think. Because I used to think that that just meant being flighty and not being logical. I understand now that it's much, much more to it. When you are truly following where your heart leads you, you cannot go wrong. But it does take a little bit of practice to be able to learn to trust that in order to follow it as much as you want to and as much as you need to to get the results that you want in your life. Now, if you're in your heart space and you feel the vibration, you feel the flexing, you say those words over and over to yourself, now is the perfect time to daydream about the things that you want. If you're daydreaming about a better job, if you're daydreaming about a new car, if you're daydreaming about getting along with your kids, whatever it is that you want more of in your life, daydream about those things. When, if a negative thought or feeling does come in, all you got to do, don't pull yourself out of it. Don't shake it off and say, well, that didn't work. Just go, oh, I recognize you there. Take a deep breath. And as you exhale, blow out whatever it is that you perceive as negative. And as you inhale, bring in peace, bring in light, bring in love. Love is the positive opposite of every negative thought or emotion. So all you got to do is breathe out and you can maybe even see it going out on your breath. You might even see it with a color. And when you breathe out, you see that color blowing out of your breath. And then when you breathe in, you picture the peace or whatever word that comes to you and breathe that in and feel it coming into your lungs with your breath and then spreading out in and around your body through your heart space. That's it, guys. That's, that's the hit hack. That's the trick. I wish I could shake the camera and make you see this is what I'm serious about. This is for real. If you are looking for a way to make your prayers stronger, if you want your meditation to be deeper, if you want a closer connection to that deeper voice, that inner voice, that constant companion that I'm always telling you is there, this is a way to do that. One thing I like to do is go into my heart space like this 
and have back and forth conversations with that voice inside of me. The things that I learn about myself and the things that I learn about the universe are unbelievable. And I can say that because if I told you some of these things, you probably wouldn't believe me. I'm not asking you to believe me. I'm asking you to test this for yourself. If you've heard me talk and you say, meditation's great, Della, but I just don't have time for it, fine. One minute of heart space meditation is better for you than 20, 30 minutes of standard meditation. You're going to get a different effect from both. And don't give up on your longer meditations in favor of this. What I would say is start doing this. Do it for one minute and then slowly increase. A minute and a half, two minutes. And as you get good at it, you don't even have to try to stretch the time out. As you get good at at doing this, you'll open your eyes after a minute and find it hasn't been a minute. It's been 15 So don't put a a timer on yourself. Don't put a limit on yourself. If all you can do is one minute, that is enough. But as you do that once, twice, really ultimately four times a day is perfect, right? Because then it allows that feeling to carry with you for the next six hours. And four times six is 24. So if you did it six times a day, every six, four times a day, every six hours, you would maintain the benefits of that heart space energy 24-7. Impressive, right? So start by doing it for a minute. And then just do it as long as is comfortable until you get done thinking about the thing that you're thinking about, until your daydream finishes, until you've breathed out all of the angst that you were holding in your stomach and breathed in all of the light and all of the love that is there for you. And I promise it is. When you're done, open your eyes. It might be one minute. It might be 30 minutes. And if you don't want to go for 30 minutes, you could set a timer to go shorter than that. But learning to meditate this way or learning to get into this heart space when you pray is what will change that for you. Sorry about that, guys. My radio show is trying to finish before I'm done. We actually have about a minute left. So I want to remind you guys The Extraordinary Talk Show is on Radio St. George 100.3 if you're local to Southern Utah. If you're not, talk to your local radio station and tell them that you want to hear it where you are. You can also check out the YouTube channel, The Extraordinary Talk Show. Please like and subscribe to those channels. And guys, if you liked this show today, if this show had a resonance for you, if if you felt something... I want to encourage you to share this episode because if you felt something here, someone else that you know is going to benefit from the show as well. So please be my cooperative component, be a cooperative component with me to help other people hear this message and help them find the Extraordinary Talk Show so that they can go back to that YouTube channel and check out the all of the 30 plus some odd videos that are waiting there for you of old episodes to go back and watch to gain this information. I promise if you listen to these things a little bit at a time, it will change everything in your life like it's done for me. That's my time. Apparently, I don't get my music on the way out today. So you're just going to have to say goodbye to me. But thank you so much for being here. Thank you for listening. And I am so proud of you because if you didn't care about yourself, you wouldn't be watching the show. If you didn't want to be a little bit more loving to yourself and the people around you, 
you wouldn't be listening to the Extraordinary Talk Show. So good for you. Don't give up. Keep going. Keep rocking it. This is Della with the Extraordinary Talk Show. I love you guys. Please come back again next week because I'm going to have even more amazing information for you then. Thanks.